Hello, everybody. Just listening to the Daily Bread this morning. I'm not going to say uh, anything good to you this morning, you know, saying good morning, because I feel that I'm, you know, I've failed in a lot of things on trying to broker anything good because of uh, whatever reasons. Um, but I had a vision last night that wasn't a good vision. You know, I was, you know, really, you know, trying to rest the best I can sleeping in my car. But I had a vision of, uh, this is the end times, for, you know, for everybody. God is, you know, back home, but nobody's rejoicing. So, this is pretty much the it, you know, it for everybody. I, I can't tell you exactly when and where and how and what time and what day, but I know it's upon us. Me, myself, I'm ready. I'm ready for, you know, the end times to be. I mean, we, we've been in the end times for the longest. And if God sees that we're not rejoicing because he's not back home and we're not changing things for the better of mankind and for the better of me brokering these deals, then he will destroy everything. And that's pretty much what's going to happen. There's no future for us because our governments people that are involved in all of the evil doing, they're going to be gone. And I'm going to be gone, you're going to be gone. It's all going to be gone. There's no purpose. Don't even try anymore because it'll be in vain if you do. You can say inspiration words, it's inspirating words to people about God. You can keep on saying that because God is the only salvation for anybody to get themselves through a bad situation. But the Catholics, they don't want the good. They're still being demonized. I tried my best to talk to the pontiff. He knows that I've tried my best, but you know, he's you know involved with very evil demonic people, the Greeks. They want the story of Zeus being the God, the only God. So there goes the Catholics faith going down. So it, it broke us off into uh, the fact that um, the White House is demonic because of the fact that they believe in Obama's beliefs, and Obama is a, um, he's not an agnostic, but he is a uh, person that doesn't believe in God. You know, he says that he's, he's de uh, the demon's son, and he was taught to believe in
the demon's ways. He was put in government for him to rule all nations, and they said that the demon will rule all nations. And the whore of Babylon will rise out of the sea and protect him. Now that's the Catholic faith. If I'm, if I'm lying, Catholics, correct me. Now who do you see in government now that's in Obama's image? That who would be seeming the, like they would be the person to protect him? Come on, this is trivia. Take a guess. Okay, for those that don't want to take a guess, I'll help you. Kamala. She's in Obama's image. The whore of Babylon. of the demon. He doesn't want to change the guard. Because America is corrupt, the world is corrupt. And they seem to think it's a game. I tap out. I tap out because in the demon, it's not going to be the way they think it's going to be. Take it from the jinn. You, middle, you, you, you people from the Middle East, you know about the jinn. What happens when you make a deal with the jinn? The same thing that happens when you make a deal with Lucifer. It never goes right. If you ask the gin for a million dollars, he'll say, granted. But a safe might fall on your head and kill you full of a million dollars. The jinn, the jinn has a strange sense of humor, kind of like God. God has a strange sense of humor. These entities like to play games with you. When you think you're winning, you're losing. And that's why... I'm at my end's wits and I tell and I say to God, I don't know what else to do. 
Your flock is not listening. So what can I do? I throw in the towel. I don't know what else to do. Your teachings, they don't want to hear. Even the pontiff doesn't want to correct his mistakes with the murder of Jesus. So the murder of Jesus still stands with Pontius Pilate being the broker of that. They want a chaotic world. They want a world that wants destruction. They don't want a world that wants anything good. With Obama in it, it'll never be good. Because he's an evil man and his followers are evil. He's an abomination to people because he likes men. And in God's eyes, that's an abomination. What's the, what's the purpose of you being married for to a woman? You have to look at her and have to wonder what type of woman is she to accept this type of lifestyle? Knowing that her husband is promiscuous with men. This is the type of filth that we have in our society that corrupts anything good and has our sexual lifestyles because the homosexual lifestyle they want to conquer they want everyone to be lesbian or gay <clears throat> gay homosexual <clears throat> no one can be straight in this society you have to be filthy well I tap out because I love women even when they don't love me. I might, you know, do a few skits of women and I'll show you those. You know, I do a little Medea. I call it Geraldine. More like Flip. I'm more like Flip because I'll call Killer. I don't know if I should have did those skits because... People about like Obama likes that shit. And they want to get you corralled so they can kind of play the game with you. But I have to be me and um, do what I feel. I can't worry about a man's fetishes that's sick in the head. Me, myself, a woman like his wife. I don't think I would have took my eyes off of her. Especially for a man. 
I can see what Jay Z meant. He won't leave you. He, Obama won't leave you alone. He's just—he's always there to try to dog your steps because you won't fuck with him. He's a bitch in the game that he plays because he's always trying to ruin somebody else's life because he can't have a piece of it. He's a parasite. He's someone that you run from in the night. He would come into your bedroom to try to maybe molest you. Because that's what the demon does. He does everything wrong to mankind that he can do. I'm not here to try to ruin anybody. Everybody has a lot to say about Michael J. Dean. So let Michael J. Dean have a few things to say about them. But when I do, people like Obama want to shut me down and don't want me to have my free speech. And he wants to kill me. So does Kim. So does, so does Glennie Martin. But for years they have dogged my steps. Even to the point of murdering my mother. They're birds of a feather that I feel should go to jail together. Excuse me, I put them in the court of uh, public opinion because they got me in their hypocritical court of kangaroos and lies. I tried to tell them the vision that I see it's in the end times. You can keep on playing games, Obama, but the world will be over because of you. Because you won't let any good in it with your demonic ass. You too, Biden. I know about your devil worshiping. Everybody knows about your altar worshiping. Lucifer and the devil. You're an abomination to mankind. And you're destroying mankind. So what's the purpose of it all?
the way that it's been run, there is no purpose. There's none. Don't work so hard anymore. The world's gonna be destroyed anyway. Because of you, Obama, and Biden, and a lot of others, You don't want to see any good in the world. You want everybody to self-destruct. It's not all about the stillers. It's, all, it's not all about the pirates. It's not all about... the penguins. It's about you getting right with God now. If you want to end this and go to heaven. You know, I don't have too much to say anymore. Good. So when you hear my segments and they're bad, just know that we're still in the demon and I'll try to give you some inspiration before the final day. Whatever God say that be, it's coming. To try to give you some goodness in the bad the best I can I don't know how I can because you're not really listening to me because nothing is changing so you're damned to hell my life is sworn to God so I won't be going where you're going we're all going to die you know So, prepare yourself for that. I have. And what you care about the most on trying to pay out with Dr. Dre don't mean shit now. We're not going to be able to have both. There's no both. There's only one, mine. Yours wasn't supposed to be there. You created that. And lied and said I was a part of it. And now the truth is out. So where did that get you? Not too far. Yes, indeed.
I'm prepared for God because I will see my mother again. But some of you won't go to the place where your parents or your people are. Angela, you won't see your mother because you died in the demon. Your mother's in the angels, you know. Because when I shifted things, I shifted your mom and all the spirits to God. Your mother died in the demon. So did mine. So in order for me to get my mother out of the demon, I had to shift all the spirits out of the demon. And that's including your mother. So, sorry to tell you the bad news, but you won't be there with her. You'll be with Satan. Because that's all Dr. Dre and Obama is. Satanic. And you're sworn to that. You see where you messed up at, young lady? You thought you were hurting me, but you hurt yourself. You see what I'm saying? There's consequences in everybody's action on what they do. There's no, uh, you know, there's no, um, situation to where you can call back your actions after you've done them unless you repent and try to do things before God that corrects them. Even the pontiff has to correct what he's done wrong or he will go to hell. He thinks he's going to go to heaven, but he's not. Because you're in the demon now, pontiff. You won't be getting out of that. And then it'll be more persecution for you because you are a heavenly, well, supposed to be an entity in this world as being a leader of God's flock. So you are committing blasphemy. You were kidding, you commit, you know, you're trying to do things without me and you can't. Even as, as, as significant and insignificant as you think I am, you know, in God's eyes, everybody is somebody. Let me tell you a story, quick one, Pontiff. There was this lady once, this older lady. My mother told me this story when I was a kid. And she said that she wanted to pray to God and have God come to dinner because she loved God, which is a nice thing. So she prayed and she prayed and she prayed and tried to get God's attention. 
And she did. Because she prayed and she said, well, God, you know, I, I love you so much. I want you to come to dinner. I'm fixing such a big feast for you. Yada, yada, yada. Okay? And uh, God said, okay, I'll attend. And um, she said, great, you can come today at 5 o'clock. Dinner will be ready at 5. God said, okay. So the woman was happy. And she was happy that God had... accepted her invitation to dinner. So she went on cooking and making all of this big feast and everything for God to come and come to dinner and get his bounty. So God uh, came around five o'clock it was getting time for dinner to be served. So around five o'clock, there was a knock on the door. It was God. So the woman went to the door. And she opened up the door. And when she opened up the door, she seen an old, dirty, tethered, transient black man. So she said, the man said, well, you gave me an invitation to dinner. I'm here. And she said, what do you mean? Get away from me, you old bum, you know, transient. Get away from me. You, you, you're not God. I invited God to dinner. He said, but I am God. She said, you couldn't be God. You're, you're a bum. And he said, but I am. So she said, get away from my house and slam the door. Boom. Get away. You know, she did a George Jefferson on it. You know, slammed the door and, you know, disowned him and whatnot. So when she did that, Time went on, it was from five o'clock to six o'clock, from six o'clock to seven o'clock to eight o'clock. So the woman started crying. And she started begging to God in prayer on why didn't he come to dinner like she said he did, like he said he would rather. So there was no sound, there was no nothing. So the woman kept crying and she kept praying. And then she finally heard an answer from God. And God told her 
I did come to dinner. But you told me that I was a bum. And you told me that I was a transient and get away from your door because I couldn't be God looking like that. And she started weeping even more because she knew she made a big mistake. Could you tell me something, Pontiff? Who's ever seen God? Even Jesus hasn't really seen God in his form. So who knows what God looks like? God can take all forms. If the serpent can take all forms, don't you think God can take all forms? Because the serpent takes forms to confuse you and to trick you. Well, God's a benevolent God. He does prankster stuff. Am I correct? Do you get my point, Pontiff? God can be in all forms. On your altar, I notice that when you show Jesus on the altar, hung on the altar, that you guys, you guys with Pontius Pilate put him on the altar. I notice that you have him solely white. Is that to satisfy your needs? Because you know the Hebrew weren't white. They were dark-complected people. So why is your depiction of Jesus so white? Is it to satisfy your white people? What is it, Pontiff? There's questions so I can understand you a little bit more because I see some inconsistencies. One, you're on the demon side. Two, you don't want to come off. Three, that you keep on practicing the murder of Jesus murdering me. Not Jesus. I'm not saying I'm him, but I'm his son, his brother. So, any disciple is. So what do you believe in, Pontiff? Because you don't believe in God. Because you wouldn't allow this if you believed in God. You would change the rules. By any means, you would change the rules. Isn't that right, Pontiff? You would change the rules because you know the rules need to be changed for the people to have faith in your organization again. Or do you, is there faith in uh, being in chaos with everybody worshiping the demon? Is that faith? Are you prepared for God? You know, my father used to say, Percy Snow, Junior, Senior, he used to say, you know, when God come and he comes to get you and it's time to tell you it's time to go, you can't say, wait a minute, God, I got to go get my slippers. Well, you know, where you're going, you ain't going to need them.
What is the substance of your meaning, Pontiff? I don't know, because your church has no meaning now, without any validation of the angel. You can't come lying, because you don't have any validation. Do you? No, you don't. You know you don't. You know this is a crapshoot for you in the Catholic face because it's a crapshoot for everybody. You can't say your Catholic faith is any different than everybody's, anybody else. Right? So what do you believe in, Pontiff? It's not God. Nothing's changed. Even though it has. I'm just giving you some scenarios on where your faith is at. Uh, you know, it's not with God. It's a facade. Because if you expect for us to believe that you're godly after murdering Jesus, I can't believe it. You know? It's just one thing that makes people say, hmm, I gotta think about that some more. It's not something that I know you want to be questioned about. You feel you're the pontiff and no one should question you. But that's the point. People even question Jesus. Jesus wasn't insulted by it. He just proved to them who he was. And he solved the mysteries that they were concerned about. So who are you, pontiff? Can you solve some mysteries that we're concerned about? Or are you going to keep on with the charade of saying that the God is Zeus? And that the Greeks are the only gods. When did they become gods? Oh, when you became afraid of them. That's when they became gods. So they made you afraid into submission. Am I correct? I'm just asking. Because the Muslim belief is totally different. The only thing about the Muslims is that there's some of them are greedy. But they do believe in their faith, though. They do believe in Allah. That's the reason why you lose a lot of your people. Because you don't believe in God. You talk the talk, but you don't walk the walk. 
because your Greeks won't allow you. You're afraid of them. You're afraid of going against their wanting you to be who they want you to be and who they want God to be. Am I correct? You know I am. Because you keep the same plan going. The same scenario that's stale and old, that's not good for man. And showing them that God is weak. Isn't that true? Yes, it's true because I don't never get any answers from you. So when you don't answer, I know I'm correct. Listen, one thing you can call me is faithful to God. One thing you can't call me is a hypocrite about it. You know, I, I can be a lot of things, but I'm not that. You know? I try to keep you in the loop on the faith. And the changes in it, in the universe. <coughs> and I try to do my best to keep you a part of it. I wanted the Catholic Church a part of the dream, the new vision for people to be able to live and be prosper together as decent human beings. But there's nothing decent about this because you don't want anything decent. You know, the only thing that you want is the the facade that you are in control. You think you're in control? Are you in control, a pontiff? Do you really think that you're in control? In control of what? In control of you? You're not even in control of you. You have so much pressures on you. You can't even be who you want to be. So how can you be in control of yourself? Am I right, pontiff? Everybody's pulling you in every direction, right? And you sometimes wonder what to do. Have you ever thought of doing what God wants you to do? 
and not what man wants you to do? Have you ever thought about the situation that I'm in? If you're talking about fear, look where I'm at. I strike nerves of a lot of people, but I'm not afraid, Pontiff. So why should you be? If you're a holy man, why are you afraid? Is it because you want to keep your extortion networks? That's have this that it doesn't have any meaning to it, no no substance. But that's what you want, Pontiff. I'm only asking you things that God would really ask you. And when you're in Satan's lair, he would ask you the same thing because he knows that you're in there committing blasphemy, saying that you're for God and you're not. You know, I was watching a movie once. And it was based upon um, being in this monk's, uh, this this, this uh, retreat for the... Um, the holy ones, you know, they wore the robes, the hoods, and uh, it was over in one of those countries, like uh, maybe Greece, maybe, I don't know, but that's where the location was based upon, but it was a horror movie, and there was this uh, monastery that had captured the demon, and the demon's been locked down in the catacombs for years and the demon got loose in the catacombs to cut through the chase on how and why and when it got loose on the when it got loose in the catacombs it, be, it began to spread its evil throughout the monastery it was a monastery Retreat for like monks and different things like that. And one thing that it did was it said there was this one priest, the white guy from America, there, and he was in his early stages. But these were there there was these monks there who wear the robes and the hood and everything. They considered themselves more experienced than him and knowing God. So the demon was running loose throughout the place. And there was this one monk that made a lot of noise. Oh, God, 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 I mean, he made a lot of noise about God. And one thing he said, was that he didn't like to see he said, no, this is what he really said. He said 
that one thing about priests that yelp a lot, those are the ones that are most unfaithful to God because you're always hooping about God. And that way, And that way you all are pretty much hypocrites. That's what he was saying. And uh, you make a lot of noise, but you really don't really do anything. That's what the demon was saying. And you know, he's right. One thing I noticed about you Catholics you make a lot of noise about God, but when it comes to making the big deal, you don't make the big deal. You always talk about him, but you don't be about him. And when people try to tell you something inspiring to try to be better about it, what do you do? You exile them and you say you don't want to hear what they're saying. You want to keep the demon. That's the reason why the demon loves running through your church. Because you always let him in. You always let him in to come and participate with your wrongdoing because he knows that you're in there committing blasphemy. So, what do you have to say about that pontiff? Are you holy or unholy? Because I don't see anything doing, you doing anything about this situation that we're in. You're not making the situation any better. You're not helping. You're not doing anything to correct any wrongs. And you haven't made the, the angel's law. So what are you doing, Pontiff? Are you afraid? We all are afraid, Pontiff. You know, the disciples were afraid when they went out and Jesus told them, when he rose again, he told them, I have a mission for you. I want you to go out and teach my word about God. And I want you to tell everyone about me rising again and the story of that can live on down through history and they said sure Jesus we will do anything you say this, this, these disciples were loyal but he said there's only one thing that's not going to be good about it and they said what's that Jesus they said only one of you will return 
you know, so I guess, you know, their mouths dropped to the ground because they were shocked. I had to get away from the people that were trying to get away from me. They, they hate me, but they love being crowding around me trying to say they're a part of what I'm doing. They're not a part of anything. Blasphemers, they are, they're, they're the demon. I have to get away from the shitty ass black and gold. Anybody that buys a black and yellow car, you're a canary, people can see you a mile away. Only a stupid ass Art Rooney fan would buy that. But what shall we do, Pontiff? Are we gonna keep on going this way or are we gonna correct this? What is it? Because I see no future in this, what you're talking about doing. I gave you my visionary thoughts early this morning. You have no future. Your Vatican is gonna be destroyed. Everybody's gonna be destroyed. So what does the money matter? Pontiff, you're hoarding the money just to die? Or you're trying to save the world and spread the money around and give the money back to the people that you deserve, that deserve to get the money back so you can save the world for loss? This is your chore. This is your task. What do you choose, Pontiff? See, it's either the gun at your head with the Greeks or the gun at your head with God. Which one? Because God is saying that he will destroy the world. This is the end times if you don't make the right choices on doing people right. So pontiff, what do you choose? Do you choose to lose or do you choose to win? Do you choose God or do you choose Lucifer, the beast? Because you know you've been choosing the beast. So is it time to dissolve this marriage with the beast and begin to have a marriage with God? What is it, Pontiff? Because I don't believe in people that don't believe in God. And your actions speak louder than your words. You can say that you do, but your actions show that you don't. Because you let the gun be at your head with the Greeks and you keep it the same way with the demon. Because you're afraid. Was Jesus afraid when he died? Of course he was. But he knew and he always believed that God had him. Who has you, Pontiff? The Greeks? I doubt that because they wouldn't have the gun at your head. What do you want from the world, Pontiff? Do you want to save the world from loss? Do you want to be a part of something great? Or do you want to not save the world from loss and still be a part of something great that went wrong? What is it, Pontiff? Tell me your interfeelings. I mean, I can feel them from my psychic te te telepathy. But do you believe in anything, Pontiff? Is 
there an existence for us? You believing in anything besides extortion and money and corruption and crime and being accused of being fortificators with children? What do you believe in? What do you believe in, Pontus? I want to know because I'm trying to learn you and your faith. Because I've dug into the Catholic faith. I've always been around the Catholics. You know, coming up as kids, we went to Catholic churches and did Catholic beliefs, listening to you talk about Jesus and God, but not really understanding the vision on you all being the brokers of murdering Jesus with your Romans that were revered butchers of man. What do you believe in? I want to know. Because I don't see any belief in you. I just see a facade of you all going through the motions of saying that you love Jesus and you love God. But how can you when you murder Jesus and you're not trying to correct it with anything good like the angels? You see what I'm saying? So, this is not to disrespect you, Ponta. It's not. I wouldn't do that. You're supposed to be a holy man like me. But see, I don't have the notoriety that you do because I'm a commoner. You've been picked by your people to be that higher up person. But you weren't picked by me. You were picked by your people. And um, your people does have a lot of things involved with them that is really kind of hypocritical. You understand? So what do you believe in, Pontiff? I want to know your beliefs. Because God is not one of them. I don't hear you talking about God anymore. Only thing I hear is extortion coming from the Catholic Church. And God cares less about the money being used the way you're doing it. When have you done anything for the humanity with that money you've been getting? Even the one you've been getting from me. Have you done anything for the poor people? Have you fed any kids? Have you, be, have you built anybody any huts or houses? I haven't heard anything. I just heard hoarding. And I've seen hoarding. That's the only thing I've seen of the money. So, do you understand what the Muslims are looking at? We're just looking at what are you doing for society and people with stealing my money, with your people, the Catholics, the Italians, the Greeks, Sicilians, beautiful people, but what have you done to help humanity? Besides letting them steal from them. You know, I had good intentions with my money, you know? Feeding the world and clothing the hungry and feeding them giving them homes. I don't even have a home. You stole it from me, you remember? 
and murder my mother. Your family did that. So, what do you have in your society that I can say, that I can look at to say that you've done something so good for humanity, Catholics, besides murder Jesus? What do you have good? Can you tell me? Because every Christmas I notice here, the diocese always steals my cloud and steal my stuff and have auctions and auction my stuff off to make you money, Pontiff. You know about that, don't you? The fundraisers to get the money to pay for the children. You use my money to do that. So what have you done on your own to really say the Catholics have really done anything by themselves without stealing from me? God sees that, you know. You know, I'm just going to say to you, Pontiff, I have nothing but respect for you. Only when you respect me and you respect God. And what you're doing is not respecting God when you're doing extortion, organized crime, and racketeering. Don't hide behind the cloth thinking you're hidden because God sees you even more right there. You're in his house doing your dirty work. Just like the Jews did when Jesus went on his retreat to the mountains and came back and caught him in the temple and threw him out, evicted them because they were in God's house doing their dirty work. So what do you have to say for yourself, Pontiff? Don't answer me because you need to talk to God. I'm just here to really, don't, uh, don't kill the messenger. Even in 300, they did, though. That's why they got killed. That's the reason why Persia slaughtered your people. Because you're an uh, overbearing sort sometimes. You get a little pushy because you think that you're tough. But you're always outnumbered. That's why, that's why you lose your battles. Because your little island is really not that big. You can make threats, but people can make threats back. That has bigger armies and bigger people to come after. So it's best to make peace with things and be close to God the best you can. Pontiff, I have nothing but respect for you when you have respect for me, God, and yourself. Because right now you're not being just, you know, respectful for yourself because you're in this organized crime racketeering with your people and you're not blessing the church with the angel. So you have a good day. You think about that. You marinate on God. You don't have to answer to me for nothing. I'm nobody to you. I know you're saying that already. But it's fine because you're nobody to me. Really. You're just another human being that's been ordained by your people. Peace. Peace.